everyone, welcome to episode 36 of It Was All Stream. I'm Chris Sachs, hosting alongside my cousin, Neil Carroll. Welcome back to the show, everybody. Ready for this week. Lots to discuss. It's we, an informational dump this week. Oh, yeah. We got a lot going on. We are doing our mega rolling or trolling episode. Yes. We're doing some stream it, skip it, add it to the watch list. We watched a couple of things that we suggested to each other that we're going to go over. We're going to go over We Were Soldiers and Invincible. Yep. Um, let's start out, though, with two items for rolling or trolling then that are going to lead into something and then we will continue on with rolling or trolling yes let us okay so the the big news over the last couple weeks were two major acquisitions from big studios the first was when AT&T decided to sell Warner Media which includes HBO and Warner Brothers, right. to Discovery, which they say will create a, quote, premier standalone global entertainment company. So just to, like, put this in perspective for people, and it's funny because I, like, when I first got my career started in marketing, I worked for the um, advertising agency and that our client was AT&T. Ooh. Okay. And so first they bought direct TV for $50 billion. So AT&T was just a phone company, a telecom company. They buy direct TV. While I was there, I was actually part of the, um, the announcement campaign for when they acquired direct TV. So they pay $50 billion for direct TV. And then a couple of years ago, because that really did not work out, they basically sold it for 16 billion jeez where they let them just go back to being their own standalone company, company. Yikes. so they sold it to like direct tv i guess they just let it be an offshoot so they lose um 34 billion dollars on that deal essentially then they paid 85 billion for warner media a couple years ago which right. was you know Trump was trying to make sure that that wasn't going through. A lot of people were trying trying to make sure that deal didn't go through, but it did eventually. Um, and then they just sold Warner Media to Discovery for about forty three billion dollars. So again, losing forty two billion. On this that is deal. not the company you want to be in Maybe business with. AT and T should like just stick to telephones yeah. and cell service. Make sure my 5G is working correctly and yeah. stop trying to get into like entertainment stuff. 100%. They are not good at it. So the next acquisition that just happened this past week was that Amazon has bought MGM Studios right. for $8 billion. So MGM, which the biggest properties that they own the, is James Bond. Right. And you have the, the Rocky movies. Yes. I think you have like Wizard of Oz, you know, and then you have a bunch of like old school kind of movies and stuff like that. So Amazon right, so has and acquired MGM. I think that's a smart acquisition. That seems like one that you'll make money on. And also like, again, all of this seems like rich white guy problems. 
but you know, without a doubt. So I like, I, I don't know that that figure is smart, but to me, it seems that way because like, for example, uh, Lucasfilm was bought for $4 billion. Okay. And that's star Wars, Indiana Jones, et cetera, et cetera. And in the first like two movies that came out after the acquisition, they made that money back. They made that money back. Right. So for it's going to be billion, the same thing with Amazon. You put out a, a, a handful of James Bond movies and you're going to make that money back. Yes. And then some, and then with series and like other things that you do with it, you're going to make that Bond money back. alone gets you halfway there within the next five years with, without a doubt. Yeah. So, all right. Yeah. So I'm for that. That makes sense. That makes sense. I'm all roll with that. So this brings me to our, our latest idea. Yeah. We are going to have an IP draft. Yeah. That's, that's the like hot um, acronym or whatever, IP, uh, intellectual property, right? So that's the big thing. So let's, let's kind of discuss how this draft is going to work. You and I are pretending that we are starting a streaming service. Right. Each of us. We're starting competing streaming services. All of the IP is getting dropped into a, a bucket for us to select from and draft. Yes. Um, we each are going to get five picks and it'll be a snake draft. So how we're going to do <laughs> okay. it is if I'm picking first, you pick second and third, then I pick fourth and fifth and, and so on. I like so it. We each have five. Okay. I will flip right. a coin for who goes first. I've got the coin right here. Um, we're selecting IP. So that means anything that shares a universe is counted under the same IP. And we'll use our best judgment. So for example, right. if you select Marvel, you get all of Marvel, right? Okay. But you can't select like Game of Thrones and get everything that HBO has done. Does that make nah. sense? Like you, it's yes. got to be an individual. Like you could get George R. R. Martin's Game of Thrones universe, right. but right. you're not gonna get Barry. I got it. You can get like, and we'll kind of again, we'll use our best judgment. Like if you were to select Pixar, we'll give you Pixar's stuff because that's enough of a universe where like There's that would some, count, right? You know what I mean? So and and we can again we could debate it as we make selections. Maybe we're gonna try to pull one over on each other. Who knows? Um, that's kind of how this is gonna go. Do, any questions before we start? Uh no. I think I'm re- so. All right. Okay. I think I'm ready. We'll we'll we can roll as we go. Okay. So I'm going to flip the coin. Yes. I will take tails because it never and you're fails. You're gonna call it tails. It is heads. Oh well. Right. So I, I want you tails failed on you. Sorry. Um, okay, I get all to right. go first. Yes. And so this is. I think there is a clear one and two. Okay. For this draft, I am going to pick Marvel. Ah, because that's okay. the easy like I'm I'm getting just a, a crazy amount of money, like all half of the top grossing films of all time. Yeah, I am getting. 
So See, yes, that's true. Marvel, it, like that was the clear number one pick, I think personally. Unless you have something, and maybe you're gonna get a steal at number two. Right. But I'm gonna go with Marvel because I'm I'm getting all I'm getting Spider Man, I'm getting the X Men, I'm getting the Avengers. Like it's that that is what I'm I'm taking. I, I think that makes sense. I like that choice. Uh, I get why that's obvious given what's gone on. Um, but we're making this these picks in 2021. Yes. We've had a decade of Marvel cinema. There's been mm-hmm. a slight drop off in some of the more recent works. Oh, I like I think, your, the spin that you're, yeah, right? you're putting to like make it seem like I made a bad pick. At I, listen, you know I made the right we're pick in, at number We're in one. the boardroom. We're in the boardroom. <laughs> and I think there's been some Marvel fatigue. Oh, okay. Yes. So uh-huh. I... Could have fooled me. Uh-huh. We're about to have so a whole podcast that, that rides on... Rides the Marvel way. Good, but that's fine. <laughs> well, it has to be good. So, all right. Here's my question okay at the outset uh anything that has bought other ips do you have to get them separately yeah so so like you're not like you can't say oh disney and then Mm -hmm. you get marvel lucasfilm disney animation pixar like we're talking individual ip so we're kind of breaking it out by universe as opposed to studio. Okay. So then I, with my first pick, am going to choose the catalog owned by 20th Century Fox. Okay. Okay, so what would that include? So that would include your Titanics, your Alien, your The Simpsons, because remember, it belonged to Fox before it belonged to um, okay. I'll, Disney. I'll, I'll allow that. I kind of, so I, I kind of envisioned this more like you'd pick The Simpsons. Oh, thus I see. That's IP. Well, like you're not picking yeah. the studio. Yeah, I'm picking the company. You pick, you, well, then I have to change my, I have to change that's my fine. first. Because that's a, that's a different yeah. type of draft, which maybe okay. we'll do. Maybe well, we'll do we could do that day. one day. But if I'm picking just solely based on uh, IP, it's got yeah. Lu- to be Lucasfilm. Yeah, so you're picking Star Wars. Absolutely. Star Wars and Indiana the Star Jones. Wars, the Star Wars universe. Whole Indiana Wars Jones universe. Is, is different IP. Like yeah, that's, but it's still, that's I, a different I universe. Guess, like guess, Lucasfilm is a studio that yeah. owns the rights to well, both Marvel, of the different IP. Marvel uh, is right. a Marvel universe, right? I see. I see what you're so Like DC, like... If you pick DC, like you get DC because it's the DC universe. That's all right. the same under the same IP. Right. So I'm taking Star Wars. I grew up upon it. I'm going to take it. Now, for that was the clear number two in my mind. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. You're going to make money on that. That was the clear one and two pick was Marvel and Star Wars. 100%. So now you get, you get the third pick. So and- what are you thinking? See, here's the thing. So I wanted to, I wanted to grab with my draft picks. I wanted to grab Star Wars. I sensed you were going to go with Marvel first. A lot of, a lot of money there. Of course, of course. I am now going to have to take DC. Okay. And the DC catalog of superheroes because, again, they haven't done it right. 
they've made a lot of mistakes. You uh, can fix people, it. I can fix it. But you have tent poles like Superman, Batman. You have major, major uh, television presence in the past with those two alone, let alone all the others that have made their way to television and the DCEU, uh, Flash and Beyond on TV. So I got to go Lucasfilm and then DC. Okay. Okay. I think those are, those make sense. I think our one, two, three Mm. makes sense in the order of which they've been picked with the potential of your third pick, depending on how you do with it on your streaming service and the direction you go, potentially being able to leapfrog anything that, uh, that we might pick that we picked ahead of it or that we might pick after. Um, this is where things get interesting. Now it's like, okay, what what do I pick here at number four? There's a lot of big franchises out there. Right. Um, <clears throat> I think, I also, like, part of me being um, a little OCD, I, uh-huh. I would like for for what I pick to make sense on the same streaming service. I like where you're going. Um, I am going to pick something that might be seen as a little controversial. Interesting. Because of the original creator of this world. But curious, just know that with this pick, the the direction would be to just completely phase them out uh-huh. of the picture. I am going to pick Harry Potter. Ah, and the I Harry Potter tempted. universe. I was tempted. Yeah, it's, I don't think that's controversial. That makes sense. That's a money maker. It's uh, or listen, was the the weird thing about Harry Potter is they okay so they made eight movies right yes, they did. of the original based on the books That's then true. they made two bad movies the fantastic beast stuff which is still a thing that's going right yes the fact that they haven't like built this out with like tv shows and other things like this is a a universe that is untapped correct they have not done nearly the amount that they could do considering the world that was built in those books right there's a lot more stuff that you could that you could take from there and create so I, I think it just makes sense. I, hmm, mm-hmm. I hear you. I agree. I, again, would spin this to say that I feel as though they've run a good chunk of their race. Uh, and, you know, making their making. So the, they definitely crapped out on the Fantastic Beasts. They hit a major pothole, but perhaps you can re-steer the ship, get those, get those exchange students back, open up an American Hogwarts. You can figure it out. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, So next, Mm. my next pick again, now this is where like Marvel and Harry Potter, those worlds I could see fitting together. Right. That makes sense to me. Like you have, like, I don't know if you've ever been to universal, Orlando, where they have the park section where they have the Marvel stuff before it was sold to Disney. They have Harry Potter, Hogwarts World, which is great. Like they make sense together. Here's where I'm going to start 
going off the rails a bit because I that is for mostly for families, right? Sure. This next pick is not. Talk to me. Adult and fair. I am going to go with Game of Thrones. Ah, okay. Okay. Interesting. I'm taking it. And needs would... to be fixed. So here's what I would yes. do. Yes, go ahead. What would you do? Because it did not make my list. I would take mm-hmm. season seven and eight. Yes. And redo them. A hundred percent. You keep one the through continuity. six, which right. were great. Certainly. And then you bring the cast back. In. Listen, we're starting a streaming service from scratch. We're spending the money to yes. redo season seven and eight. And we're going to make it instead of seven and eight, we're going to make it four seasons. We're going to 10 seasons of game of Thrones. I love it to really flesh out the story. Yes. So that we're getting, we're keeping it 10 episodes a season. And, and that was the problem. Four more seasons of game of Thrones instead of two shortened seasons correct. of game of Thrones. Correct. Correct. That was the problem. They rushed it at the end. I see where you're going, but. I didn't choose it because I don't see a world creation based oh, well, on get, We're getting a show coming up. We're getting, getting a show. show. But like, for example, uh, you know, we grew up going to Disney and even before Disney owned it, there was a little Star Wars world there. Uh, yeah. you're, you're Harry Potter. There's a Harry Potter world, Universal. Okay. We get that. I get it. Um, DC Comics, Marvel Comics, absolutely. Game, video games, uh, rides, you know, things like that. These IPs make sense. I have to disagree with you on your GOT. See, I'm given something for the adults. For the adults. I'm given something for the adults. This was something that was watched by millions of people every single week that was beloved prior to the two last seasons but again like people still tuned in and watched it and loved it um i just think now i have some balance where now we have the full okay this is the 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 like protected adult section where like the kids can't get into okay i again it's since this is a snake draft i wanted to be very careful so i went with heavy money makers first my first three okay. choices yeah. my last two i'll throw in a kicker and a defense i like it well you're you are up you have on the clock. two picks okay the very first must be again total world creation total uh immersiveness and you get it in a deep catalog mm-hmm. gotta be james bond okay you gotta take the james bond world all right. That brings us to three. You got to yes. take it. You get all those characters. You get all those people shilling for you. We, you know, Sean Connery, you Roger get Moore. 20 plus pass. movies right off the bat. You get 20 plus movies off the bat. You get commercials from Pierce Brosnan pitching for your, uh, your new company. You know, come check out my old films. We get T Dalt out there. Craigers, not the biggest fan, but I'll allow it. Um, <laughs> even George Lazenby is still alive somewhere. Okay, okay. We can dig him up. Now, here's where things take a bit of an unexpected turn. 
because we do need some kind of television presence. I've, I've focused okay. primarily on the films, uh, trying to create a film world that people will enjoy. Um, but if we do need an adult section, I would tell you, I think the IP to get would have to be, because it's got mass appeal. It's not just the swords okay. and sorcery type. Okay. The Sopranos. Okay, interesting. So that's your adult fanfare, right? That's my adult fanfare because you're going to get diehard fans that are going to want to tune in, check it out, going to do rewatches, going to see it for the first time. You've got all your kids stuff, but also adult things too. And with DC comes a lot of television property. Uh, Lucasfilm, you've got The Mandalorian now. And James Bond, James Bond has not made the leap to television. Uh, not no, since 19, not. the ni early 1950s, or late 50s, early 60s, where yeah. they did a television special. Casino Royale was the first one. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, but they have not made the jump to television. That's purely film. I say Sopranos as a, as a hook, as a getter. Okay. And that leads you, me to you, sir. That's interesting. So I, I have two picks now. Ah. And I'm deciding on what my last two picks are going to be. Do so I think what I'm going to do is I am going to... Uh, see, I have the same thing in mind with TV, right? right. So I, I think I have picked things that like i have a nice balance between movies and tv obviously sure. marvel is doing both harry right. potter has only done movies i think it could do tv okay um game of thrones has only done tv it could probably do movies right um i'm thinking about doing a strictly for television um Pick? franchise F here franchise okay strictly for television franchise i guess it's not technically a franchise but this is just this is uh, this is a pure i need to get as many viewers as possible okay to my streaming service right on top of all the viewers that i'm already getting um i am going with the office ah interesting choice which is just known to be the most successful yes. show in streaming history okay um it, you know, the, Netflix was paying crazy amount of money to have the rights of The Office before uh, NBC took back those rights for their own True. platform, um, which basically was the, the launch of their platform to begin with. So I'm going with The Office. And okay. now for my last pick. Yes. Good pick so far. For my last pick, I am going again yes in a oh do i want to do this <laughs> do i want to do this is my question do it do it i i, I there's a toss-up of of things that i want to do i think i think i'm gonna go with right. 
which television show? I'm if if you'll allow, and if you don't, that's okay. Go ahead. I would like to go with Pixar, if we can consider that well, a universe. Uh huh. If if you object, I'll go in a different direction. Well, see, that's the thing. Like I I had considered uh, 20th Century Fox. I see. Explain I, explain your so, reasoning. So Give my reasoning is that the Pixar, all of those movies are created the same way, right? And are essentially like there's been theories that they're in the same universe. You see the Toy Story ball in like Finding Nemo and like right, things like that, right, right? Right. Something like 20th Century Fox has multiple fran- franchises that are completely separate from each other, like aliens is a completely separate has its own franchise compared to the titanic there's no joining of those universes without going through hoops correct so that is why in my mind pixar is is more um more of a shared ip than something like aliens and and uh and titanic or something like star wars and indiana jones that's not really shared ip right i'll take it all out that being said i have i have backups so if if we think that that's straddling the line too much i could go with one of the backups i will you know what i'm gonna go with one of the backups because i I don't want to make you the bad guy all right i am going to go you know what i i'll tell you what you take, you take Pixar, because I'm going to make an argument for my last. Okay, pick. that's fine, that's fine. I'll okay. take Pixar, and then you take your pick. Yes. Okay, so you have the, so it was The Office, and then Pixar. Yes. Okay. Uh, well done, sir. You're going to make lots and lots of money, but I tell you this. My original last pick was going to be uh, the Lord of the Rings franchise. Okay. However, You've pivoted. I would, I've pivoted because I'd like to make an argument that New Line Cinema, New Line Cinema, okay, constitutes a similar... Uh, vain as pixar where the films are made in the same kind of fashion so give me give me give you an example of a overview of what new line cinema would be new line entail new line cinema was the original blumhouse okay blumhouse is making all these horror movies but it's the original uh blumhouse so essentially new line cinema is home to the Nightmare on Elm Street franchises, as well as the uh, Friday the Thirteenth franchises. You know what? I'm. You don't even have to sell me. I'm. I'm good with it. You. Okay. You would like the horror IP of New the Line. Horror Cinema. IP of New Line Cinema. I'm good they with it. Keep everything That's else. Fine. I want their horror IP. Yeah, I, I think and, that makes sense because they've been in the same movies before, like stuff like that. They've all been in the same movies. Freddy so you want, Jason. you want, you want Nightmare on Elm Street, Freddy, uh, yes. Friday the Thirteenth, Halloween, like those. Are they? Is Halloween in there too? Oh yeah. 
yeah so like that makes sense to me um i that is a clear like i would even say something like like blumhouse is a little borderline right well but like blumhouse it, yeah. is one that i would have considered that i was considering too like is this something i want to make an argument for yeah, but right. i just felt it it was um it wasn't in line enough with the other with content the other that content. i had now um on there can but I, yours yours makes sense I, I like to think it makes sense i like to think it makes sense i'll blow your mind with one with one final choice but i was trying to think if it already fit into um one of the things we had but i don't believe so and it is it is its own unit that is sellable okay. within a company i believe it's the warner brothers uh-huh but it's the um I was tempted to choose the original movie monsters, the Dracula, yes. Mummy, uh, Frankenstein. Um, is that is that's Universal. Universal. Those are the Universal movie monsters. Universal monsters, yep. right? Where you so, had yep, Mummy, Frankenstein, Dracula. Yeah, because you needed something like that. So I went with New Line, but I was if if you challenged me on that, I would have went with the Universal monsters. Yours. Uh, so so here here's a recap. So you you're lineup is star wars dc james bond the sopranos and new line uh, horror franchises that's correct i think that is a streaming service that makes sense together i think so i think it's something that would be content for everybody that would be um in line a little bit of what like hbo max is giving right now you know a little bit more adults oriented with some family stuff in there, like the DC and star Wars can straddle that line when you want certainly. it to. Certainly, certainly. Um, I, my team is Marvel, Harry Potter, game of Thrones, the office and Pixar. I went all over the place. You were a little wild there. <laughs> I went all over the place, but I, in my mind took big money-making franchises where my, my greedy self was in it for the money. Yes. And, uh, I think I would make a lot of it think, with the yeah, streaming so platform if I had those. I um, so all right. That was fun. Yeah. Let's continue with rolling or trolling. Let's roll. We got a lot of it. I'm ready. Aaron Taylor Johnson has been cast as Craven in the Sony Spider-Man universe and will be appearing in multiple films, I believe, including one of his own. Oh, so Craven might get his own movie. Yes, Craven the Hunter. Yes. So it's Aaron Taylor Johnson. He played Quicksilver in um, Age of Ultron. Oh. Well, I disagree. I don't roll with that. He was uh, kick-ass in the kick-ass yeah. movies. He was. Uh, he's been in a bunch of stuff. He's been in a bunch of stuff. He's been a uh, like. He has a weird career. Cause yeah. like he's, I feel like he's one of those guys that like people thought he was going to be the next thing. And then he did a bunch of movies where he was like kind of in the background, kind of the star, but kind of not like he not was in um, Anna Karenina. He was in the first Godzilla uh, remake movie. Yeah. Which like you'd forget that he was in that. Um, I don't know. I hear. All right. uh, he doesn't light me on fire, but I'm just excited that Craven, that IP yes. is going to be in something. So I'll roll with this because 
that is such a great character if done correctly such a great storyline interesting uh uh, way to craft it into the spider-man universe as he is essentially hunting a spider-man you know yep. you play that that side of it i'm very excited about this so i'll allow it and a standalone craven the hunter movie very interesting yeah that could be interesting i don't know if they're definitely going to do it but i it's been rumored that yeah. that was one of the things but that's your back door into st- like bringing in other characters Correct. where he you know he hears about spider woman or you know other other characters and then you can deposit them into the main franchise so i like that i'm rolling you feel the same yeah i'm gonna roll with it too pretty much for all the reasons that you were saying yeah right. like it just you know i'm just excited for the character to be involved and to have a confirmation that he's going to be in the spider-man universe like that's Absolutely. cool um Quick one, and I'm I apologize already for mispronouncing your last name, but Denai Guerrera, okay, um, will reprise her role as Okoye uh, in the Disney Plus Wakanda series. The series, yes. So there was yeah. a Disney Plus Wakanda series announced. And Okoye will officially be featured in that series. So, so she, that actress is the same one. She's, uh, she played, uh, I forget her name, the one with the sword in Walking yeah. Dead. Right, 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 um, right. Michonne. Yes, she played Michonne. That's her character that she's going to reprise from those. I'm movies. all for that. I think, I think that's great. Also, I like that they're not abandoning Wakanda. Yeah. Okay, you know, you you can do these. It's sad, but you can do these things a certain way. You can James Bond these characters if you have to. You know, you can put another actor in there and carry on, or you pass the mantle. So oftentimes, as you know, in comic book world, you it's just passed to another character in the same universe. Right. So it's not like it's disrespectful to the actor who passed away that's literally part of the story yep. sometimes. So, you know, I'm, I'm for it. I like that. They're still carrying the world on. I'm rolling with it too. Cause I think she yeah. does a really good job. As well. she's also, I like yeah, her. She's I like her character. Yeah. Um, all right. This, I think you'll be excited about a new Batman animated series called yes. Batman. The caped crusader has been announced that will uh, premiere on both HBO max and cartoon network oh. from the minds of J.J. Abrams, Matt Reeves, and Bruce Tim. All right. So these three names are tremendous. Bruce Tim, in particular, for all the work he's done on Batman, just to, up to this point, all tremendous stuff. Um, J.J., I'm all for it. Uh, I, you know, J.J. recently admitted, and you sent me that link, that maybe if they had a plan. Well, we might be discussing that in a, in a minute. So like, I hope he has a plan. Uh, I'm very curious to see who the voice actors will be and what the tone is, but I'm always rolling with new Batman. uh, I new Batman stuff. Yeah. I think just with Bruce Tim associated with it, it, that's a good sign. So I will roll with it as well. Yes. However, with this next bit of news, I feel like I, I, we might almost adopt the phrase "JJ, stay away." 
Ooh, carry on. JJ Abrams. Uh oh. Speaking of, did a recent interview that I yes, sent to you, and he said, "quote," which is, I believe, in reference to the Star Wars franchise. Having a plan, I have learned, in some cases the hard way, is the most critical thing because otherwise you don't know what you're setting up. You don't know what to emphasize because if you don't know the inevitable of the story, you're just as good as your last sequence or effect or joke or whatever, but you want to be leading to something inevitable. So here's how I'm going to... Go ahead. Frame this rolling or trolling. Frame it. Are you rolling with the idea that we can now confirm that J.J. Abrams and Kathleen Kennedy are the reason for the failings of this latest Star Wars trilogy? That's a very well-crafted, lawyerly question. I would say... Yes, in a, they are at fault in as much as they did not have a plan. However, Ryan Johnson did not make a good film. So here's, here's my thing. Yeah. Because I think this puts to rest certain arguments against Ryan Johnson. Go ahead. The, the fact that this was admitted to by J.J. Abrams. Mm -hmm. They did not have a plan. Right. So what J.J. Abrams did... He created a movie, which he does a lot of the time, where he just takes the pieces that he had and created some pieces and everything and put them out. Yes. And he's like, okay, I have set all of this up now with no plan of where, what you're setting up, right? Right. So he, he sets it up without having a plan. And then it's handed off to Ryan Johnson. It's like, okay. Now you take it and you do your thing. And then the next person for the third movie will yeah. take what Ryan Johnson does and finish it. Right. No plan whatsoever. Uh huh. But it's a saga. The Ryan Johnson does yeah. his move after seeing what JJ has done. He's like, yeah. okay, I'm going to take this person in this direction, this in this direction, this in this direction. And then JJ says, no, no, that wasn't the plan. I have to go back and fix all this when right. there wasn't actually ever a plan. So you Here's, can't like be upset I would make this about argument. what the person uh, did. I would make this it argument. It wasn't what you wanted when you never laid out what I, you wanted. I would make this argument. I, you, yes, you're hundred percent correct. Okay. If you're not going to lay it out, you really can't then blame someone for doing what they want. However, I think he realized he laid out a perfect formula. It was essentially a remake of a new hope. Everybody complained about it. They were like, oh, they just remade A New Hope. Yeah, but everybody loved A New Hope. That's what brought us to Star Wars. I don't think Wars. it really got and that many complaints. It got a little flack. It got a little flack for being a remake of A New Hope. It was, I mean, essentially. It, it was. I think it was, it was more. There was acknowledgement. From a planet. It was exactly. acknowledgement that it was A New Hope, but it was I, everyone listen, was fine with not, it because we finally yeah, got I'm not the guy Star that's Wars. got the problem. I'm not the guy that's got the problem. Yeah. I'm just saying I loved it. That's what it was. <laughs> and then. The second film should have been Empire Strikes Back. And then the third film should have been, Which is, oh, we've won. But again, I'm That's fine the formula. with I'm fine with people saying like, oh, you yeah. should have, you should have. But right. no one like said, no, no one that. outlined it. No but one when outlined JJ it. JJ had to come back. So, like give a direction. It was, at, it was in reaction to someone 
that should have just known he this is what you do but he didn't, didn't do have it. to come back he decided to come back because they got rid of the director who was supposed to write and direct the third movie yeah thank goodness which that script i would like for you to find that script online because yeah, it's it. leaked online and apparently it's very good oh my goodness here's <laughs> Here's people the other wish problem. that was the direction that JJ had gone to. It is very. There's Everybody's no like. Oh, thank God, JJ came back because the third movie was bad. Third movie was not the best, but you had a retcon. No, 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 no. The third movie was a bad movie. It, it was the third movie is. I saw that movie twice in theaters yeah, in right. a like week span, and the first time I saw it, I was like, I wanted to like. I was like, oh, I really don't know if I liked that. Right. Then I saw it, uh, the, and I saw that with you. Yes. And I was like, let me, I'm gonna, I know I'm seeing it again this next week, this weekend. Let me see. And then it confirmed this is a, a horrible movie. It's, here's the problem. In, in the ranking of those last movies, it was definitely Force Awakens and then uh, the uh, Rise of Skywalker, Last Jedi Last. It, it wasn't. It absolutely it's, it's was. Not. Absolutely, but like the last there's Jedi a, there's was a, terrible. There is a there's a huge disconnect between yeah. Star Wars fans because there are Star Wars fans such as yourself right. that just pan the Last Jedi for being and something, for not being something that it should have been. you wanted, right? And then there are others like myself who think that the Last Jedi was the best of the three movies in that trilogy. So I don't know. There is a stark difference between narcotics. The two. You um, must be on to feel that way. The Last Jedi is not a perfect movie by any right. means, but in my mind, it is the best of those three movies. It's a it's an actual movie. Like the there, Rise of Skywalker is not a movie. It's just like random crap. Like yeah, it's we a lot. Fix. We got to fix. We got to fix this. Correct. We got to fix Correct. this. We're doing Correct. this. We're, we killed Chewbacca. That's right. We didn't kill Chewbacca. Oh, Palpatine. Let's just throw him. He's, he's I agree. the father now. Like, it was a hot it's mess. Just it's a wild scramble yes. to undo stuff that they didn't have to undo. Correct. But I I think my my point is let's like like now that this we all suspected that they didn't have a plan going in. That was always oh, yeah. the word. That was obvious. Uh, obvious by the so like my thing is let's maybe like pump the brakes on last jedi now because like we have confirmed that they did not have a plan going in so you can't like say here you go and then be upset when you don't get what you like agreed i have my problems with that film all on its own but i yes i think there's enough blame to go around for everyone involved and quite frankly, shame on them. You are millionaires. You are movie makers. You're now involved in the Star Wars franchise. Okay. So by that point, there were two, three movie sagas. Regardless of what you think of the prequels, there was a plan. There was an arc. Everything mm-hmm. was fitting together. Yep. Even no though matter George what you Lucas thought. likes to say he didn't have a plan for the he original trilogy, he definitely yeah. did. He had a plan. It was obvious. <clears throat> Everything There were certain fits. things like he maybe didn't know that Luke and Leia were, we're gonna brother, be brother and sister, and sister obviously, yes. but everything else he had to have known. That's correct. So shame on, shame on everybody involved 
at this level. Yeah. And that's why I threw in Kathleen Kennedy too, yeah. because she's ultimately she she was some the blame. person in charge. And like, you know, JJ, you can't place it you, all on JJ. You talked think, about Game of Thrones and redoing the last two seasons in your IP draft. Yeah. I would absolutely go see in a theater in the middle of COVID a George Lucas remake of the final franchise of the final yeah, uh, saga. I think, yeah. I think the issue that I, t- I, listen, people can feel however they want with the last Jedi. I have no problem with that. I don't, I, I think the lines get blurred where like people who don't like the re- last Jedi yeah. make excuses for rise of Skywalker Yes, but just because you have excuses for why Rise of Skywalker was bad doesn't make it not bad. You know, I, just because I, yeah, you have re- there are reasons why it's yes. bad. Like you have reasons, reasons for it for being bad being good. doesn't yeah. make it good. Right. You know what I mean? So, like, my issue is more with J.J. Abrams because, listen, like Last yeah, Jedi thinking, or dude? not like last jedi or not even with no plan right you didn't have the plan whatever don't come in and create a movie with the sole purpose of like erasing what's been done like you're not going to make something good by tearing something else down right that's that's the thing that you like i agree that i like in life you try to not do right and you say that a lot too you don't want to raise something up by taking something down so like it's it's a like it's something that they do in improv a lot where they do like a uh, their motto is yes and yes you you always accept what the other actor is giving you and you go with it right. like you may not have liked the second movie but like go with it and you might have actually made a good third movie because you had to get creative with it like it's what possible. he did wasn't creative. What Correct. he did was like, screw it. We're just going to have her be this That's guy's right. granddaughter. And we're just going to do this. And we're just going to do this instead of saying like, okay, here's, we're if he thinks he's been in a, backed into a corner, write yourself out of the corner. Then. I agree. I agree. I agree. Also the final note, uh, it is like, you know, people are, you said there's two different schools. There was people like, why does it always have to be Skywalkers and blah, blah, blah. Guess what? That's why you had these standalone, a Star Wars story. Definitely. Okay. But the Star Wars saga is the Skywalker saga. So Luke should have played a major role in all three films. Yeah. I, I think I, so for that, for me, yes and no, because you have, you know, Luke doesn't play a major role in the episodes one, two, and three. It's Anakin Skywalker, right? So then you have have there is no Luke Luke and and Anakin in the the original franchise, the middle. I think in this trilogy, you could have focused more on Kylo Ren. And that's your third that's fine skywalker right i don't mind the relation to that i don't mind the idea of luke playing the role of obi-wan right in this last iteration which i think like which i think like is what ryan johnson attempted to do but i always think it's it's like wild to me how like 
people complain about Luke not being used properly in this third franchise. And they place that blame on Ryan Johnson when Ryan Johnson was the only person who featured Luke in one of his movies. Well, JJ didn't use him in in the first movie. Right. He, so Ryan Johnson, you were going to find a reason. Why is Luke in hiding? Right. So that's how we go down that lane. That's how he decided to go. Whether you agreed or not, that's, that's the direction he went. Luke dies. Why can't Luke be a, a force ghost and, and still in the third movie, JJ, why couldn't he still have been involved with Ray? Like Obi-Wan was throughout the rest of the trilogy. Couldn't agree with you more. Yeah. Couldn't agree with you more. I have no problems with that. But you turned Luke into this sour old man drinking his blue milk from the from the frog's teat or whatever that and was. And by the end, he's like, not that man. He's uh, he's turned around. He that's that's the that's the journey you go on. He's down in the depths. Oh, he and then he rises up and stop. he realizes no, and he no. rises to the occasion. That's what you do with is, people. You have we to, will do a whole show characters. on that. We'll do a whole show one. Yes, day. this was like our preview of yeah. of discussing. I, because I, I like I that we so got to thoughts. have a, a, a nice discussion about yes um, about the newest trilogy. I think we agreed on more than I agree. Yes, it may that's come correct. across. I think we agreed on a lot. Um, yeah. We're gonna wrap up the Star Wars talk with this last bit of news. Dave Filoni has been Ooh. named executive creative director of lucasfilm loans i'm all for it rolling hard with dave filoni yeah, i'm rolling with this too because yes. i think if anything has become apparent he understands the direction that the whole it franchise he, he has a going. deep understanding of the fran- franchise in yes. general and he knows where to take it correct that's correct He's doing an amazing job in the extended universe. Uh, he understands the direction he needs to be going in. That's that's the move. That's the move. And you need he's someone the Kevin to, Feige yes, of Lucasfilm. That's that's what you need. I know Feige is involved with Lucasfilm now with the Star Wars franchise now, but yeah. like I hope now it's more to a capacity where Feige's helping guide Filoni, right. while Filoni is taking that Feige role for Star Wars. Because they need that clearly, as evidenced by what JJ said. They need clearly. a plan. They need a direction for the whole franchise. Yes. They can't just fly by the seat of their pants. Have a plan. And Filoni's the guy to do it. Yes. Um, <clears throat> moving on. Timothy Chalamet has been cast yeah. as Willy Wonka in the origin story titled <laughs> Wonka. I Let's forget Chalamet for a minute. Do we need an origin story? Everything needs an origin story, oh, Neil. Oh my god. Apparently. We just started I, we just started streaming services. We yes. we're going to need to do a ton of origin stories. A ton. Those I, always go well. Oh my goodness. I'm trolling this. I'm trolling it because it's not like this isn't James Bond's first mission. It's not, you know, uh where did uh, Wolverine get his claws from it's this is who cares how Wonka found the Oompa Loompas okay and everybody everybody got angry about the Oompa Loompas anyway because it's like oh he's it's like slave labor or it's you know some sort of orange racism like I I don't 
you know, why are we, why are we doing this to ourselves? I feel like this is unnecessary. Chalamet is another one does not light me on fire. Okay. So I'm happy that Chalitz is getting work, but Wonka is not, I'm trolling it. We have to draw the line. We need a plan. This is not a good plan. Uh, yeah, I, um, I agree with you. I, yeah. I, I guess Chalamet is weird enough to be Wonka, but it's just like, nah, I'm good. Right. Um, moving on. We don't need to spend a lot of time on that. No. Um, okay, so the live-action Powerpuff Girls yeah. is being entirely reworked, and the, pro- and the pilot is being refilmed after it oh did God. not get picked up by the CW from their original pilot that they filmed. Who could have foreseen that? Yeah, because didn't we talk about this? Didn't they change it? Like, it was radically different. Uh, I think so. Like, they're grown up. They cast, like, 20-year-olds. Yeah, it was dark, too, I think. Uh, I don't know. That I don't yeah. I, I don't even remember. And we talked right. about it. We did. So, I, like, oh, good. I'm rolling with a redo. I'll, I'll roll with the redo. I think this is another thing. We did not need a live-action Powerpuff Girls. I think there's plenty of female-driven IP That wasn't IP one of the there. IP that you wanted to uh, Exactly. Draft. Exactly. There's plenty of female-driven IP out there to go to choose from, to turn from uh, cartoon into live action. Uh, Powerpuff Girls is just insanity. Insanity. Finally. Rolling. Finally. Mm-hmm. Former president. Yes. Barack Obama. Barack confirmed the existence of UFOs. He said, quote, there is footage and records of objects in the skies that we don't know exactly what they are. I'm I'm rolling with President Obama because you know how much he loves to Barack. I think I'm excited about this. He so first off, let's not blame him because in the last, I think five years or so, uh, the government, like as a whole, has kind of acknowledged this. It wasn't like he leaked it. Uh, there was statements made by um, different military branches, et cetera, et cetera. But I, I, yeah, they're out there, man. I mean, look, we've got, we've got years decades of film and TV all centered on this principle that there is uh, intelligent life out there in the world. So, you know, I think, I think that makes sense. I'm rolling with his, with his discussion of it. Yeah. I think I, whether or not I believe it like that, that it's aliens or that it's something else, like that's not the discussion, but I'm rolling that he's talking about it. Yeah, I, I think like I think without a doubt it would be just crazy to think and and very like um, arrogant to think mm. that Earth is the only planet out of millions of planets to have things living on it, right? Correct. Like that's a little arrogant of us to ever think. So th- like there's definitely aliens. Um, whether or not they're here um, right. is is another thing. Like or if we're seeing their flying objects or if it's just like weird, whatever, other things, who, drones or whatever the heck. But um, 
does it worry like it i it almost worries me a little bit that this is coming out more and being more accepted because oh, like something's think, going on do you think they're like easing us into the idea because they're on their way because they're on their way back uh interesting interesting i like they're slowly easing into so that like, you don't panic. Oh, admitting there are ufos oh we don't know what this is and then slowly they're slowly unveiling because in like 10 20 years we they're know coming. that they're they're coming i think that's an interesting not to notion. hit the panic button but yeah let's not hit the panic button uh interesting notion i could see where that would be the case because people would panic if without any warning i think if you just announced this people would hit the panic button uh this might lead into a suggested for you later uh, now that we're talking about this i like i like this notion um i i think there's one of two choices okay so let's go let's use films one it's not going to be like signs okay like mel gibson uh, in signs where the aliens come here they want to take us over but they're allergic to water so they come to a planet comprised 70% of water. Right. Yeah. That's not oh, going to That happen. was the twist in signs? Yeah. The, the, they're the, allergic the, to water? The M. Night Shyamalan twist was oh, they're boy. allergic. That's how you defeat them. They're allergic to water. So oh, okay. these, this intelligent species that mastered space travel can't tell the planet's made 70% of water. Um, I never saw signs, but there you go. Well, yeah, spoiler alert. Um, so it's not going to be like that. I think if, you know, if they're coming... They know what we're all about and they either want to help us and it's going to be like day the earth stood still. It's like get your act together humans and become part of this galactic world. Or it's going to be like uh, exploration times back in like 1492 where when you know the Europeans set sail and discovered all this land and uh, started making colonies and and doing some untoward things. I want to discover first. I don't want to be discovered. Oh, of course. Of yeah. course. Um, okay. But interesting. Interesting. I hope they like our films. I hope so, too. Um, yeah, I hope they're not insulted. Wouldn't that be awesome if that's why they're coming? If they just because love of the our... misrepresentation yes. of... of or they're just angry of the representation like, of who they are. It's like, just because you all kill each other doesn't mean that right. we do the same thing. And we're going to colonize because you're a world of colonizers. Exactly. What else we got? (laughs) Let's, let's move on to stream it, skip it, add it to the watch list. Let's do it. We have had a number of trailers that have debuted um, in the last couple weeks. So we are just going to go over a few of the big ones, Mm -hmm. starting with the, um, I guess semi reboot spin off whatever of GI Joe called yeah. Snake Eyes. That is what that is, right? Like I was watching that. Yes. That is what that is. This is okay. Uh my first thought, so right off the bat, I'm going to uh um skip it. I'm going to skip it. I have no interest. Okay. Um GI Joe, I enjoyed the cartoon, I enjoyed the uh the mythology of of GI Joe. The films did nothing for me because, and it continues into this. Tell me if you agree. I think there's a difference between sleek action and like gritty action. So for example, a, 
a uh, die hard with a vengeance, a die hard, a live free or die hard, the, like the yep. latest stuff. That's a gritty action. Okay. But this, I was watching, I'm like, this is too sleek. Like, this all seems... It's, like, too rehearsed. Yeah. And it doesn't capture my imagination. Like, it doesn't hook me as, like, oh, this yeah. is, all right, this is action. This is, it just, it seems like I'm watching a, a play. It's like Whereas, a dance. you know, like a dance, like a dance. Yeah. So it's, you know, it's a no for me, dog. I, I didn't, I don't You're didn't care for it. it. You're I'm skipping, skipping it. it. Yeah. I think this is going to be one. I'm going to skip it too. I didn't see yeah. any of the GI Joe movies. So this is not something that I'm like jumping to, right. to see. Um, that was an easy one. Let's go yeah. on to the last night in Soho, the yeah. upcoming uh, Edgar Wright film. So I'm going to put this on the, the, watch list i'm not going to stream it right away um it's going on the watch list because of this reason i think they need to stop being artsy with their trailers be artsy with your movie but don't be artsy with the trailer because i didn't know what the heck i was watching i didn't know what was going on either that's interesting that you say that i'm interested in this movie because i think edgar wright is very good and I'm interested good. in seeing what an actual like kind of psychological thriller slash horror movie, like what his right. version of that would be. Um, obviously, you know, he has given us uh, movies like Shaun of the Dead, which right. were more comedy than horror. This is full on like into the the genre of, of horror and thriller. It is not a comedy. Um, Correct. So, uh, you know, it's definitely on my watch list with with room to like just be streamed immediately. Correct. Depending on if they start telling like what what is it? We need a second. What's happening. Right, exactly. What I need is to it? know what's actually happening. Need a second trailer. Need a second. Looks cool. Trailer. Have no idea what's going on. Not and, a thing. Or what the movie's about. Correct. Um, we're we are in just sync in sync since that yes. Star Wars. <laughs> conversation Debacle. we had we are now in sync we are rolling um, sir let's move on to jungle cruise we got a new trailer for that starring the rock and uh oh my gosh I emily blunt emily blunt yeah um the latest disney movie coming out based on their i their ride, ip their ride i guess um I, what are what are you thinking i think we're going to be in sync on this one too i'm going to stream it yep I'm going to stream, stream it, it too. It's The Rock. How do it's you go the wrong rock. with The Rock? And also like underrated is Emmy, Emily Blunt. She's blunt legit movie yeah. star. Absolutely. I, I'm, I'm in. I think it's going to be silly, oh, but I also, I feel like they're going to lean into that. So as long as they know they're, be, they're in a ridiculous film, uh, I'm, I'm okay. My hope for this is that it, has the potential to be like this is in in the best case scenario for this movie hopefully this becomes what pirates of the caribbean was supposed to become for disney explain so like pirates of the caribbean when that movie first came out the original it was amazing everyone loved it it was like here is the start of a huge franchise right and then it died 
Well, with the I mean, it, had, yeah. it was because it was nothing like it was nothing close, and they just steered that directly yeah. into a glacier. It became very Disney. It was just it. It was, but then it was like really dark too sometimes, and then sometimes. it wasn't. It just it became bland quick. Yeah. Right? Yeah, okay, bland. It was supposed to be the next big thing, and then it didn't hit the same way that that first movie did. Like, now you're not, like, you'll get new Pirates movies, but it's more because they're trying to resurrect the franchise than it is, oh, we're continuing it. I agree with that notion. I Uh, doubt, I will say this, I doubt this is going to be that for them, but yes. I don't think this will be that for them unless they can get a out- out of left field type of performance like we got from uh johnny depp as jack sparrow correct like you would need a character like that which it doesn't look like this movie has someone like that but who knows because it's got the rock so like as long as it has the rock you have potential for a big you have to see it that's correct um dreaming streaming it as well let's move on to we've spoke of him when we were talking about signs, the newest M night Shyamalan movie. Shamers. Yeah. Uh, so here's my, my issue with this. And I want to get that kid's name right because he's been in things and I have definite opinions about him. Give me a moment. So it's M night Shyamalan. It's uh, it's going to be interesting. There's going to be some kind of a twist, obviously, from the trailer. And here's a great example of a trailer telling me what I'm about to watch. Yes. Okay. They're on this island. They're getting old. No one understands why. And that's what we need to find out. Why are they aging on this island? I'm in. I'm going to stream this. I don't like Alex Wolf. That might sound harsh. But that kid, like the main guy, he was in Hereditary. I know you didn't see that, but didn't I don't like, it. you know, what he did there. He's like young Spencer in Jumanji. He was in Jumanji, yep. Yeah. He just doesn't like, I'm not, uh, you know, I think they're, they want him to be a movie star, but he's not there. Um, That's however, just such a random person to dislike. To, to dislike. I've been in like listen. two total movies before this. You know, the world is harsh, Chris. And, and the yeah. sooner he gets to know that, the better. Okay. Uh, so, so long story short, my opinion is, um, my opinion is I'm going to stream it, but I, uh, I have reservations, especially because as the one thing I noticed, so they're all aging, but no one's growing a beard on an Island where there's no barber. Right. Like that's something that should Okay. Happen. Okay. That's a, I think that's a fair nitpick. Yeah. I don't know why that nitpick. struck me, but it did strike me while I was watching the, the thing. Here's the thing. Uh, so this was a good trailer because like, you know me, I'm not a big horror right. film guy. I have not seen any of the M night Shyamalan movies. Um, I haven't even seen signs, but mostly because they all get spoiled for me before I'm going to see yeah. them. Anyway. Like signs came out when we were kids and right. like, I was yeah, definitely years. I was definitely not seeing that movie when we were kids. I was right. that was going to be way too scary and too much of a mind f for me to yes. watch. Fair enough. Um so and that's when he was like most prominent, 
was when we were like in middle yeah, school was when true. he was really at his peak. Um, this intrigued me. The trailer was very good because I was like, I want to know why are they all getting old? Like that's how they, you, they grab you, right? Like right. it's like, oh, this is what's happening. Why is that happening? Right. I mean, very cool. But I just like, I don't know how into the M. Night Shyamalan movies I am. So I'm just going to tepidly put this on my watch list but it's like towards the end of my watch list it's one of those things where i say i'm gonna get to it but i right. never actually get to it because people like movies keep taking priority over absolutely it. all right fair enough fair enough that's our first disagreement um let's end on the biggest of the trailers to drop yes. the eternals all right so perfect uh perfect way to end definitely caught my imagination um i i'm going to obviously stream this there's no question uh but i have been a little spoiled by reading facebook and uh and the internet and all the interwebs okay leading up to this trailer and i'll tell you how i'm spoiled you tell me if you agree Okay. whether or not this did anything to you um well, well first let's talk about you know cast great cast i'm excited to see what kit harrington does making the jump to films you know he's done a few things but this is like our high profile this is big film. time for him yeah yeah, big time uh kumail nanjani. nanjani you turned me on to him in the big sick yeah uh, i became a fan of him through that through his acting not his comedy mm-hmm. um Angelina Jolie going to be interesting no matter what she's in, no matter what you think. She's always an interesting doing something interesting. And Selma Hayek. Yeah. So mm-hmm. let's talk about something else too. And and with respect, these are two female actresses, actors, actresses mm-hmm. above the age of let's say 40. Yep. Okay who are now in what promises to be a major motion picture, a yeah. major installment in the Marvel franchise. And they are ostensibly the leads. Like they're the, the, the head, uh, the first among equals. Okay. Yeah. So somehow explain Ajax. Yep. All right. Ajax, I actually think, was a male character from the. I novel. believe so as well. Yes, so I'm I'm assuming there's not going to be. And any then uh, Cersei is being played by Angelina Jolie. I right, believe. So, you know, had that been the other way around, you definitely would have heard complaints. But I'm all for it. Um, we'll see. We'll see what they're going to do with it. Mm. I'm interested. Here's the complaint. Here's how I was spoiled. I want your thoughts. There's been nothing but memes of uh, like horrible things going on in the Marvel universe, and then the Eternals like resting or like right. Yeah, okay, like, you, I got you. You know what I mean. That's one thing that I'm interested yeah. to see how they tackle it. Like, okay, and so and these I are add all this pow- too. Hold on. Okay, go for it. I got to add this go for it. because I want to see how they tackle it, but what is the threat? Because we don't know the threat from the trailer. What is the threat that takes them off the bench? And it must be bigger than Thanos. Because if it's not, 
why didn't you come off the bench when he blinked away half the yeah. people? So here's, yeah, that's going to be the biggest thing, right? Because it's like, these are essentially all powerful beings yeah. that sit and let the universe play out the way it's going to play out. Right. So where is that line that they've drawn where they need to get involved? Like, what is that going to be and how are you going to validate them sitting out of the infinity saga? How, how is that going to be something that's validated in this movie? Um, I know in the comics, from what I've read, they they don't participate in anything except for fighting against beings called deviants, right. who are essentially um, the opposite of the Eternals. Yes. But in the comics, someone like Thanos is considered to be a deviant. Correct. So that is going to be interesting how they they tackle that. Well, here's another... how are they going to explain all of all of that it is is intriguing to me. I'm interested to see the the other thing. Like, I think this is obviously a stream for the two of us. We're just kind of talking about the Eternals. Right. The other thing that. So that's one thing that gets me a little worried about this movie, although I think it, it's an amazing cast and it looks awesome. 100%. The, the other thing that worries me about this is this. For the most part, Marvel, what Marvel has been successful in is making their heroes human. Right. They haven't crossed over the threshold to right. their heroes being gods. The cosmic world. The right. closest they've gotten to that is Captain Marvel, which didn't go very well. Correct. And then you have Thor, who could be considered a god, but they kind of shifted the narrative with him where he's more of an alien race. Yeah, they humanized a powerful, him. They humanized him, right? So they've right. done a great job of making all of these characters human. Now you have the Eternals who are literal gods, essentially, right. like more so than Thor is. How are you going to be successful in humanizing them? Because that's like, otherwise you're venturing into like the DC approach where they treat all it's of like their Superman, heroes right, as yeah. gods before humans. Right. And that has been a big issue yeah. with, with well, that franchise. I, I agree with you. I also think... That and I think they're going to ignore it. Although I think it would be a lot of fun to tackle it, is because they say it in the trailer, or rather, they you know from the mythos, uh, they're created by the celestials. Right. So ego, the living planet, was a celestial, mm -hmm. and I would love to see if they you know bring him back in some capacity, flashback or otherwise, it, like having discussion with other celestials on creating these guys or something because Ajax's role is the he you know now playing by Selma Hayek but he was the communication link between the between all of them got that, it them and the celestials got it so there's a lot here i love it i mean obviously i'm streaming it i'm rolling with it i think it's genius i want to see the cosmic universe I agree. Final note. Do you think this is the introduction to 
Galactus being the big bad for phase for this iteration. I, He's the new, he'll be yeah, the new Thanos. I do. I do think that that's what I think is. so too. Because, I hope you know, so. I, that would be awesome. I think they want to redeem their last iteration of Galactus or even though it wasn't theirs, like what was seen. They will do so good yeah. with the Galactus in their hands. Are you kidding me? And if and it makes sense for him to be the next big threat after Thanos, right? 100%. Who else is a big... Thanos was a character who dis- like wiped out half of the universe, right? right? Galactus is a being who goes and eats planets to be able World to continue eater. to live. Yes. Like that's on the same level as Absolutely Thanos. Absolutely on par. And I, like that's the perfect big bad yeah. for this iteration. I know people are saying, oh well, Kang is gonna be in Ant-Man and the and the you know the quantum mania or whatever. Right. That's fine. He's awesome. I don't think he's quite at that Thanos 100%. Galactus level. 100 percent I yeah, I agree with that totally. I think I think that's the way to go. I just, I think that makes so much sense. It opens up so many doors. It gets you to a Green Lantern core. It gets you to a Silver Surfer. It gets you to um, a, a further understanding of the cosmic world. It gives, um, it gives the Guardians of the Galaxy more to do. Yeah. I just think there's no, like, there's no way you can lose going in that direction. It's just how they depict it. Without a doubt. Without a doubt. Um, all right, let's, let's talk about our suggestions yeah. from this past week. Yes. How, where should we start? Should I start? Do you want to start? What do you want to do? I watched, we were soldiers, the Mel Gibson war movie, Vietnam war movie. Yeah. Neil, you watched the cartoon series on Amazon prime invincible. Invincible. Well, I'll tell you what, let me start there. Cause I'll be quick. And given that we're doing this on Memorial day, uh, we'll end with your, Okay. View of a war film. Okay. Um, I watched Invincible. I watched the whole series because I think it's only one season. Okay. I enjoyed it. Uh, I think I enjoyed um, Harley Quinn more. That's fair. That's yeah. fair. It's but a I shorter, the, it's an easier watch. There's Harley something Quinn. about, yeah, there's something about uh, like cartoons that cater to adults that I find interesting because yes. they can do a lot more than live action can right. with terms of action and everything. But it also shows you like, that's how an adult person would respond when this situation is happening all around them. Yeah. 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 Um, so I, I did, I did like it. Also, it goes to your point of the aliens and what are the aliens doing if they ever come here? Are they here to conquer us or wipe us out or whatever? Like JK Simmons plays this role omni man omni man who's part of a alien race who each of them were sent out to different uh what do you call it? spoiler different, alert oh sorry spoiler alert sent out to different planets to deal with uh their population in a certain way right uh i'll leave i'll leave that a little bit uh i'm I can't think of the word ambiguous. Now, but I'll leave that ambiguous. Thank you. I was going to say ambiguous. That's not right. Uh, I will highlight one other person in a second, but they send these people out. He then lands on earth, has a family, gets a little sidetracked from his mission, gets refocused onto his mission. And then so ensues all kinds of problems. 
will the kid have powers? Won't the kid have powers? It's, it's a lot of fun. Uh, like I said, adult language, the content is hysterical. Um, and the messaging is interesting. Basically like, you know, what are we doing to our world? Are we taking care of it? What are we like as people? Are we superior? Are we not superior in the eyes of, you know, some alien race who may or may not come to judge us, uh, as, as per this um, show. However, got to say JK Simmons, amazing job has a great voice for, um, uh, animation, animation. Now, Sandra O, oh, tremendous work. Steven Yoon, tremendous work. Jillian Jacobs from Community, love her. Uh, Zachary Quinto, wasn't always my favorite, did an amazing job. Walter Goggins, just so strange, but interesting. You got, you have to watch him. Clancy Brown, who played the Kurgan from Highlander. Yep. He played the voice of. Uh, He's done a lot of voice work. A lot of voice work. A lot of voice work. Um, but the person I'm highlighting is Jason Manzukis. Yes. Jason Manzukis might be the funniest person around. Like he is just, he is so effortlessly funny. His voice is just his perfect. voice alone is hysterical. Yes. It's got the perfect pitch and range for everything they were trying to do i hope they they put him in more animation things and in more live action things uh you will see you will find him in the league which is about fantasy football so i watch it once a year right before the beginning of our own fantasy football league he is the best thing in that show and he's absolutely the best thing in this series he's so funny so i yeah i liked it it was a good good suggestion sir yeah i think i think it's a good watch it's one of those where it's like uh, the original concept for the comic, uh, I believe, which I I read after watching this, be, I w- read like almost the first fifty issues of, um, very good. Um, yeah. It's essentially what would really happen. What would happen in a if, Superman situation? Yeah, what would happen in a Superman situation if Superman was bad? Right, didn't grow up in Kansas. Yeah. Right, um, and. Uh, it's true. Like that first episode, like I said, it was a little bit of a slog to get through, but once you get to the end and you hit that twist, it's like, Oh, what's going yeah. on here. And then you have to keep, keep going with it. Right. Um, all right. Let's talk about, we were soldiers. Let's do it. As you said, it's Memorial day weekend. Salute Indeed. to our troops. Um, I, this was a difficult watch for yeah. me. Okay. For, multiple reasons one is that like it was just gratuitous violence which like you know just it it was not like a an uplifting film by any means um it was just like sad to watch it was also for me dragged out a yeah, a they really needed to be. They were really dragging it out. This was almost a two and a half hour movie, yep. um, where you know, the whole second half of the film is essentially just one battle right. sequence. Um, it's very focused on the deaths of 
all the soldiers and mm. stuff like that and bringing the news back home and like, you know, all that stuff. Um, I here's here's my critique because I don't know if I I liked this movie. Oh, okay, I'm interested. Explain. I I think like I'm trying to see like how to put this uh, to like explain what I'm thinking. Yeah. So I think there is a a fine line between glorifying uh war heroes that deserve to be glorified right and glorifying war itself interesting so i think this movie made an attempt to honor soldiers right that fought in the vietnam war but missed and instead was honoring like the war itself and glorifying the war itself. Okay. I, I, I think I get what you're saying. Like there was a lot of, uh, like they didn't pay attention to the counterculture of like there being was no, against there was the war. No, there was right. no yeah. like real um, counter voice. Yes. to like any opposition which to the war, say, which is such a huge part of that war. It's such a huge part of that war in that and, era. Like there was no, like not even in England, they kind of sprinkled it in by showing um, the Vietnamese soldiers, but they, they like, it was almost like they did it because they felt like they had to when they'd present show the them and present the them. And then they just went to the next thing. Yeah. They like, and that only happens maybe you're already three quarters of the way into the movie before they start showing that side. You know right. what I mean? That whole yeah. time, the rest of the time, they're just these like invisible, like bad guys. Right. I, it's, it's, it's one of those things where it's like, hmm. it's like, why are we there? And, well, and it's yeah. not like, I, and I mean, in in terms of the movie, it would have been very clever of them if it was a commentary like, oh, as a viewer, you don't know why you're here and we're showing this because in real life, we didn't really know why we were in Vietnam and all yes. that. But that's not actually what they were doing. It was right. It was I don't know. Like, why are they there outside right. of, oh, it's war. So here you go. We drop you guys in here and you fight each other. But there was no like. I don't know. I have no idea what the mission this, was. Yeah, this I don't, I don't know anything that happened. This presupposes that you are uh, up to speed on it. But more, more than that, like this was written by that gentleman you see um, yes. with assistance from Hal Moore, uh, Colonel Moore, the Mel Gibson character. Okay. So it's definitely from the view of the soldier. Without a doubt. And so this, I this presupposes tell. that you're like, now you are you a soldier watching. Yes, it. now that you say that, I can yeah. tell they were doing that because there were certain things like when they would let you know where they are and what time of day it is. Like yes. we're at the ridge at this time of day. We're in right. the bunkers at this time of right. day. I'm like, am I supposed to like, is that supposed know to be of is? any yeah. relevance to me? Right. Like I don't right. get, right. I don't understand that. So there was a lot that was lost on me, I think, mm -hmm. um, when it came to that. Um right. I just, yeah, it, it wasn't one that like stuck with me, I think for those reasons. It's, 
uh, like, okay, I, I that's valid. That's valid. I think like the longest day, which I don't know if you've ever seen, mm-hmm. but I have not Pat- seen that. or Patton, but like the longest day is essentially about a battle. It's about D Day, Normandy. Okay. Um, but there's so much like telling you the layperson what we're waiting for. Like we're waiting to attack. We're waiting Why to attack. Why are we here. there? What yeah. Exactly. Why are we there? We're we're not attacking here. We're attacking here because of this. And there's characters explaining that. Like I get that. I get that. Yeah, this, like, this is I think the example for, for me, veterans. an example for me that I know is like saving private Ryan. Yeah. It's a World War II movie. Yes. But what they do within it is like they need to go save Private Ryan. That is their mission within the war. Right. There are certain battle things that are happening like in these war movies where it's like there's a mission or there's a thing that they need to do. Like you just explained in this. And I don't know if I missed it or whatever it was, but it was not apparent that there was any sort of mission other than let's we're dropping into Vietnam and we're going to shoot. We're going to fight. Right, I got you. And I don't I got like, you. why were you fighting them uh, outside of the philosophical? Why were we fighting? Like, right. it was like, no, in the movie, like, why, what was the point of all of this in your movie? Interesting. All right. Well, let's, let's end on this. The performances. Um, I think for the most part, all good. There's not like too much performance in this because okay. it's a lot of just like, Okay, we're shooting at these people now. We're shooting at these people now. We're exploding these people. We're saying, watch out to these other people. There's not like that much acting going on in this movie. I'd probably say the best was, it was a little bit of overacting, but like the best might have been the guy who coincidentally was in Private Ryan and he plays the the journalist and the photographer. Yes. Um in the movie and he Barry goes Pepper. through some stuff where he goes from he's taking the photos of the film to then he kind of becomes a soldier and then the person that he connects with for 2 seconds apparently it hit him really hard that he dies in front of him horrifically and then he drops the gun and becomes a, a photographer again. Like Absolutely. that journey I understood. Right. Everyone yeah, okay. else it was right. like, oh, I have a family. I'm going to die now. I'm gonna, right. How sad is that? Yeah. Because I, I have a family, which it is, it is very sad. It's very sad. Which is like part of why I don't know if I liked it you. because yeah. it's like, oh my God. Okay. I get it. You have a family too. And now you're going to die. Great. That's, that's like depressing. Right. Yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. So. Um, I also like one quick little funny tidbit. What you got? So, uh, I felt like it was presented like this. So essentially like this is a a battalion where, or whatever they're called, where like the, the powers that be decide, Oh, we're not doing well in Vietnam. What is going to be the thing that swings the war our way? Right. And legitimately their solution was helicopters. Yes. What can we do? Oh, I've got an idea. Helicopters. That is true. And that was their, that that's their one word, yeah. one word solution. Helicopters. helicopters. That'll that, do yeah, it. That'll do it. That's true. It's true. It was a big deal then. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. Mm. Um, okay. Let's finish up quickly. Yes. Cause I've only got a couple more minutes. What do we got? Um, what is your suggestion for me this week? My suggestion for you is 
a, a TV show. Okay. You may have caught some of it. I think you've heard us discuss it. Um, Resident Alien. Resident Alien. Where Alan, is it streaming? So I think you can find it upon Hulu. If not, uh, it's on the Sci-Fi Network. And so you might be able to acquire it through Peacock. Okay. If you, if needs be. Um, and I'm sorry to rush us off here, but no, no. I do only have like a second. It was a long um, episode. I am going to give you something that we discussed before the podcast. I am going to suggest to you Rick and Morty. Yeah, okay. I've been looking for a reason. Okay, so Neil, you are going to watch Rick and Morty. I am going to do my best to find Resident Alien. And in the meantime, thank you guys again for listening to another episode of It Was All a Stream. If you're enjoying what you're hearing, please consider liking, subscribing, leaving a review wherever it is that you are listening. Uh, we are on every podcast platform available, and we are also on Neil's amazing website, gluedtothescreen.com. That's glued, the number two, thescreen.com. That being said, Neil, what do you got to say to the people? Stream on, everybody!